1: Time tomorrow night.
2: Well, it has become the number one issue. And today it was the sole focus for the top two candidates. After months of calls to visit the southern border, President Biden did that just moments ago.
3: We
4: need to act. It's time for the speakers and some of my Republican friends in Congress who blocking this
0: bill to show a little spine.
2: President calling for the passage of that Senate negotiated bill and just a few hundred miles away, Donald Trump returned to one of the focal points of his presidency.
4: But this is a Joe Biden invasion. This is a Biden invasion over the past three years. The United States is being overrun by the Biden migrant crime. It's a new form of uh, vicious violation to our country.
2: All right, so where do both go from here as the race for the White House focuses on familiar and unfamiliar grounds? Come on in, I'm Blake Berman. This is The Hill on NewsNation. Here we are and here we go. Hanging out today, Ford O'Connell, former Trump campaign surrogate. Roma Duravi is the former Trump White House Deputy Director of Strategic Communications. Scott Bolden, News Nation contributor and former D.C. Democratic Party chairman. And Amisha Cross, former Obama campaign advisor. Hello to you all. Nice to have you all in. I know you two are itching to, to talk about the border here. Hold on for a second, we'll get to you. They're always itching to talk about it. Uh, Ladies first though, Amisha, uh, President Biden down at the border today. After months of calls for him to get there, he did it.
5: Right. Uh, he should be there. Um, well, it has appeared to be, and poll after poll shows it, that it is one of the top issues on this uh, on this electoral campaign cycle. He recognizes it. He recognizes the importance of it. The border issue is not one that is just one of Texas at this point. It is also one of New York. It is also New York City, Chicago, various other cities across the country. Um, and I think that because the Republicans blew up the immigration bill that was extremely comprehensive, one of the most comprehensive, I would argue the most comprehensive this nation has ever seen, that was derived by Republicans. They, they were the architects of it. Um, at the behest of Donald Trump not wanting to see the Biden administration have a win, this was time to go and tout that bill, tout the importance of what was let Correct. go of and how dangerous this is, also to re-energize people around the fact that we need this. I think that that New York special election also made this a very so, significant point.
2: So is it the special election? Is he seeing the polling, Scott? I mean, there have been calls for months.
4: Why now? The polling. For sure, and it's not—it's a number one issue. I mean, is that but, cyn- cynical then, right? No, I think the White on, House but... is taking way too long to put their arms around this—the okay. videos of of people. Uh, including uh, officers helping people through the wires and through the walls and what have you. It's an issue now. But the one reason it's an issue is because it's now hit and overrun sanctuary cities. And the Democrats have to be real about that. They have to concede that, and they need to do something about it. The Republicans blew up the bill, and so now they're going to use that Republican denial <laughs> okay. to, to hang hanging around their okay. political we, have, we, held, I, we held them yeah, back yeah, long I, enough. I but, but, hold on, but hold but hold Before that. you get
2: into, into, into that,
4: Donald Trump.
2: Obviously made the decision to go there, too. Again, ladies first. Why? He was, well, in, he was in El Paso Of course he went to today. the border.
6: He secured the border the first time around. He was able to bring down illegal immigration to record lows. So, of course, he's going to go down to the border right now when it's at an all-time high. I-, I will definitely go back to this blowing up the border bill idea. That is not fair to say at all because this bill does not do what the Republicans know is necessary to secure the border. It does not end catch and release, which is a huge problem, and we need to reinstate that. It was endorsed that. by the and Border we, Patrol we, Union that also supported kind of the border. Patrol Union border said today that Joe Biden
0: perfect, should
7: not even talk about the Border Patrol Union.
6: We had a perfect border bill over a year ago. H.R. Two, 2 was absolutely the bill that we needed, and it didn't get anywhere because Democrats did not want to come to the table. And now Joe Biden is okay. want to talk about Board. coming but together? They, no, thanks. So Rome,
7: Rome was absolutely right. Why is Donald Trump down there? To preempt Joe Biden's lies. To remind the American public they had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. And to make the point that okay. Joe Biden
4: could do exactly the same but chooses not to. It's so not so there, like there's... so the They held immigrants, illegal immigrants in Mexico. That's what brought the... So, okay, out. I want to go through and the... They poli- use, and they didn't use... And they weren't very
2: humanitarian so, about it either. I want to go through the policy differences. Let's Let's tick through uh, a few of them here. Uh, border policy differences. Donald Trump had a zero-tolerance policy at the border. It allowed authorities to deport adults who crossed the border illegally. President Biden then rescinded that zero-tolerance policy. Uh, Donald Trump invoked Title 42. Of course, this was during COVID. It was a public health law, rarely used, but used in this case to deny asylum during the pandemic. Then there was also, as you just mentioned, the Remain in Mexico policy. That forced asylum seekers to wait in Mexico for their immigration hearings President Biden
4: ended that. So those are the differences. Who got it right? Well, you can't, you've got to have a humanitarian approach, but you have to think that these are human beings, if you will. You can't separate children from parents and say that's going to be a deterrent. That was a Republican-written so, policy. So hold on, hold on. So
5: They no did. So did hold on, on, hold on. So, so did
2: President Biden get it right? Yes or no? Did he get did he get right? What? right? We're sending those policies. Yep. Absolutely. Did he get it right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay.
5: Because, again, I, I think that A. Scott is right here because at the end of the day, there are some there are very strict humanitarian issues that were not regarded by the Trump administration. And I think that within those policies was an anti-humanitarian, was a xenophobic, was a narrative, and a, a yeah. policy action so that was would quite say really that.
7: I would say there's nothing humane about what Joe Biden's doing. He's harming the migrants and he's harming Americans. And right now it's going to be his Achilles heel on why he's going to lose the White House in November because there- if he doesn't change course and he can do it all by himself, the American public to make them. Pay. Yeah, and I know there you, is, no, a, there a is not a single. Now I know you are. There uh, is not a single
6: migrant that is safe coming to this country because the cartels are in charge of getting them here. They are being brutally raped. They are being murdered. People are dying trying to get here, swimming. They cannot get here. Which in, they were in the winter, much, in much higher levels in the, the country. So so in the winter. Do something about it. In the summer your in party tremendous needs to Do heat. something about it. Do something about it. it. Your party is in power.
4: You control the, the money and the finances but, there's a, to but, hire more people and to. So this, this is why. So so wanna, this, point, point, on, so this, this is, point is why. I
6: don't want to point fingers here. All i the saying. Hold on. Hold this is partly why.
2: This is partly why both of these two men, the the incumbent and the one who is. Uh, predecessor, we're down at the border today. In case you're wondering where they actually went, uh, President Biden was in the Rio Grande Valley sector, Brownsville, that's as far southeast as you can go. Donald Trump went a little bit more north and west into uh, El Paso, Eagle Pass. We, we show that video all the time. Just to give you a context, an idea of where they went, and the difference in those areas, illegal encounters where President Biden went in the three most recent days, 34 total Eagle Pass, Texas, north of 1,200. In December and January, 25,000 in Rio Grande, 87,000 in the Del Rio sector. So President Biden went to the border. He also went to a place that hasn't had as much of the activity as where Donald Trump was today. Not saying one's right or wrong, just pointing out where both are today. Put a button on that for a second. Big loss, by the way, for the state of Texas uh, and its governor, Greg Abbott, a federal court blocking the implementation of a state law that would allow state and local law enforcement to arrest illegal immigrants. Now, the court ruled immigration enforcement is the sole responsibility of the federal government. Texas is now appealing that ruling. Joining us now is the Congresswoman from the state of Texas, Dallas area, I believe, Congresswoman Beth Van Dyne. Congresswoman, thanks for being uh, with us here on the Hill. Appreciate the time. This this, this was a bad ruling in your state today. Basically said what Greg Abbott signed into law can't happen. Yeah. So what comes next?
1: Well, i have being... Well, I think what you've seen is you've heard uh, Governor Abbott say that he's going to appeal it. Obviously, he's going to appeal it. But I think the, the, the important thing to see there is it's the responsibility of the federal government to enforce our immigration laws. What do you do? When the federal government doesn't enforce our immigration laws, what do you do when the federal government actually changes policies to allow tens million plus illegal immigrants to come into our country? What do you do when the federal government has a catch and release program, has a, a, you know, a parole, mass parole program, when you see people like Lakin Riley who was beaten to death by a Venezuelan illegal immigrant who should never have been in this country, but as a direct result of Biden's parole policies, was allowed entry, was released into the population, and was able to kill a 22-year-old nursing student who was doing nothing more than jogging on her college campus.
2: So you ask, what do you do? And isn't the responsible thing, Congresswoman, to do is to have the sitting governor and the president of the United States work together? But that's not happening. And I think most reasonable people would say because that's not happening, aren't both at
1: fault? Yeah. No, I think when you see a a governor who is trying to protect his citizens, when he's trying to protect his state from an invasion that we're seeing at the southern border that's caused particularly by the Biden administration policies, he's tried to work with the president. He has given him more than ample opportunity. It's been three years now. 10 million people, 60% of getaways have gotten in, into Texas, 40% of all the illegal crossings have been in Texas. At what point in time does a governor have no further choice? He doesn't want to spend that $5 billion last year that they had to spend on Operation Lone Star. He definitely doesn't want to spend the $6.43 billion that he's going to have to spend this year on that. So yes, Should he, he sides would love the, courts, the governor or does he to do his all? job. If you heard him down... Well, I think what you heard in in Eagle Pass today is he's lotting, you know, former President Trump because he recognized that those policies actually did secure the border. Those policies exist, but they were taken off the the table from day one that Biden came in. He has, has 60 separate policies that have led to the destruction of our border right now. And I think, you know, if he wanted to partner with our governor, he had ample opportunity to do that. But he hasn't.
2: Are you of the belief that Donald Trump is the only one who can fix this?
1: No, I think the House has actually sent over HR 2, our Secure Border Act of 2023. It's been sitting and just languishing in the Senate. I think that the Democrats have ample opportunity if they were if they were serious about securing our border. They've got all the tools there. It includes building the wall. It includes getting rid of the catch and release program. It includes actually working with local law enforcement. It includes okay. a, a asylum, redoing our asylum laws that actually recognize that people can stay outside of our country, the first safe country that they get into, or a remain in Mexico policy, but stop letting millions of people into our country illegally that are literally killing, raping, and committing uh, crimes throughout our communities.
2: Congresswoman Beth Van Dyne, state of Texas, thank you for being with us here on the Hill. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. Y'all ready to go again? Yeah. (laughs) I I want to ask you a tailored question real quick. You're a practicing attorney. You're a Law Recovering a charge. <laughs> oh, no. um, Governor Abbott signed the law that basically said we can arrest illegal immigrants, and his thinking was because the feds aren't doing anything. Right? That was his thinking, and the uh, federal judge today said, "No, you can't, because it's in the purview of the federal government." Would you agree that Greg Abbott overstepped his bounds? No, I would not. The reason
7: why Greg Abbott's having problems is a case that came up in 2012, Arizona v. U.S., which Judge John Roberts screwed up. And if it wasn't for that case, Greg Abbott would have a lot more purview to do exactly what Joe Biden refuses to do in the state of Texas. Roberts ruled
2: against him? Yes. So that's why you say he screwed up, but I mean, that's no, the but law he, No, it was
7: a 5-4 ruling Arizona v. United States. That case has to be tested again to find out exactly what the purview is for the governors in terms of protecting their constituents. Well, I'm I-
4: certainly glad my colleague's not a judge. I'm in <laughs> a world of trouble. Here's the, here's the bottom line. That legislation or bill that Abbott passed in Texas was dead on arrival. That dog will never haunt. It's been the law of the land for decades, and that is that the Immigration Act has sole control and authority over controlling and immigration. And so that state law cannot be in conflict with federal law. And so it was going to be overruled and it's going to be upheld by the circuit. And if it goes to the Supreme Court, it's going to be upheld. Because I understand the Republicans' frustration and their dislike of what Biden's done, his humanitarian policies, and a way for people to have a pathway towards citizenship. At the same time, though, the law is very different. And the law is not compromising on this. You can't have every state having a different view of immigration and and negatively impacting the immigration laws, uh, the federal immigration laws, that control what happens at the immigration level.
6: uh, you just I have Period. to say it, the, this idea of sanctuary cities that d- the Democrats came up
5: with. That's a
2: definition. Yeah, well, that's, we're going to get it. Right. We're, we're
6: going right. right. to get it. That's in that's a like I, it's a
5: It's a much different issue. That's exactly why Governor Greg Abbott has been doing this and has not been. So we're going to hold on. We're going to get exactly why Governor Greg
6: Abbott was doing this, though, because he does not have the support that he okay. needs from federal government so he is taking it amongst himself to be the opposite you, of a so sanctuary that is well, one we're thing that the congresswoman
5: there's over. one thing the Congresswoman said that was extremely problematic at the very end of that. When she basically alluded to there being millions of undocumented immigrants who are raping and killing people, There, not that true. is statistically incorrect. Point point. That well, there, problem be there are right. not millions Can't of undocumented Robin immigrants right. raping, killing. That's just not happening. We're gonna happening. get into That's on the other side. Break. Of we're gonna, gonna to get into on the other
2: side of the break. Sanctuary cities, what exactly are the crime stats? We can talk about this all show, obviously. That's where we're going next. By the way, in the state of Texas, a wildfire. Not sure if you saw this. Spreading across the panhandle, officially the largest in the state's history at more than a million acres. The cause of what started the blaze has not been announced yet. Smokehouse Creek authorities say it merged with another fire, and only 3% of that fire is contained. Look at that. To put this in perspective, the fire is larger in Texas right now than the entire state of Rhode Island. All right, coming up. As I promised. I keep my promises. (laughs) The battle over sanctuary cities. What should President Biden do now? I asked that question to the Democratic Congressman from Texas, Henry Cuellar, on the Hill just yesterday.
3: If I would be advising him, I would say definitely yes. Look at the people straight in the eye and say, look, we need to address the issue of uh, migration.
2: So why hasn't President Biden said just that? Should he? Is that what needs to happen across the country? We'll get into it on the other side of the break when The Hill on News Nation returns. Live look at the uh, the White House, by the way. I find this story fascinating. What about sharing classified information? The Biden administration is doing it left and right. Do you have a problem with it? It was actually celebrated today. What do we mean? That's when The Hill returns.
8: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com.
0: Liars. We are here to listen. Liar. You're
3: a liar! We are here to listen.
0: Liar! You're There'll a be time liar!
3: You are guilty and got blood on your hands for this murder, sir.
2: All right, so that was the mayor of Athens, Georgia, Kelly Gertz. He's a Democrat, and that's where uh, Athens, of course, uh, the nursing student, Lakin Riley, was murdered at the hands of an illegal immigrant from Venezuela last week. Gertz was explaining that Athens, he says, is not a sanctuary city. And the crowd, as you could heard there, shouted him down, calling him a liar. Meantime, in New York, nation's largest city, the Democratic mayor there, Eric Adams, has done a 180 on a city that has uh, prided itself on being a sanctuary
4: city. I don't believe people who are violent in our city and
3: commit repeated crimes should have the privilege of being in our city. Joining us now, News Nation political contributor,
2: one of our favorite New York residents, Chris Hahn. Chris, thanks for being with us here on the Hill. Who's right
3: there? Uh, you, I, you got a rowdy crew on your hands today. Man, I, I, know. I wish I'm, I was I'm, there. I gotta, I'm earning my money today. They I'm, might I'm have to like, pay me overtime I'm for this, this show. i watching this debate yeah. and this show going on there. Man, you need hazard pay for what's going on there today. Are, are, you, tra- are you trying to duck um, the question here, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no. First of all, I've been listening to this debate. I just was very much involved with a special election here in New York. And yeah, the only issue the Republican ran on... Was immigration. And during that debate, the Republican Party passed on an immigration bill that they themselves negotiated. And the Republican lost by eight points. So I am not of the mind that immigration is going to be the number one issue in this election. It's great for the base. The Republican base gets all worked up about it. Democrats say it's important okay. too. Oh. But at the but end Chris, of the day, wait, oh. the margins who make up the elections. Do not vote on this issue, and they will but not what about, either. here either. What African about Jordan. sanctuary
2: cities, though, Chris? For example, we had Henry Cuellar, a Democrat from basically right in between where Donald Trump and Joe Biden visited today. And I asked him, does President Biden need to come out and make the statement that sanctuary cities need to end full stop? And here was the Democrat from Texas. Listen, I'll get your reaction on the other side.
3: If there's any sanctuary cities, those sanctuary cities should... Uh, be able to provide any information to ICE. Imagine having a situation where ICE cannot get information.
2: He also came out and basically said, yeah, yeah. that the president should make that statement. What, does President Biden need to come out and say, you know what,
3: we need to put an end to sanctuary cities? I, look, I don't believe in sanctuary cities. I don't think they should exist. I think law enforcement should cooperate. And when people commit crimes, they should be punished for their crimes. And if they've committed other crimes, they should be held accountable for those crimes as well, including giving their information to ICE. And if deportation is warranted, they should be deported. And whether or not the president needs to act on this or say that or make a statement, as I just told you, I do not think that this is the issue that decides the election. If the president wants to come out and make that statement, let him do it. But Re- here's immigration the thing. or if sanctuary does, cities you don't think not- decides the election? Sanctuary cities. St- st- I don't think immigration or sanctuary cities hmm. decide the election. Okay. Hold that Full thought. Do you agree with, will you agree not with Chris? Absolutely happen. not. He, he's
7: conflating two things. He's absolutely right about sanctuary cities. I will give Chris Hahn, the aggressive progressive, a little kudos <laughs> on that part. But illegal immigration will decide this election. Well, I I'm going to tell you, you right now, because of what happened to Lake and Riley... Donald Trump will win the state of Georgia, and the nope. question is very simple: How nope. much more pain do Americans have to bear because the of the Democrats' policies the before Joe no Biden does we're, exactly We're, we're not going to
3: vote. We're not going to vote for Putin's puppet because of immigration. Not going to happen. There will be more important <laughs> right, things comes to vote Russia, on every, every election. Every election since Trump's been there, there's been a caravan a caravan of violent migrants coming to America. It's been on every news channel. It's exactly. been talked about 24-7, 365 so, okay. in every election. And, been- so and here's it has what, not yeah. mattered, and it will not matter this year either. So...
2: Uh, first off, by the way, around the table, do you agree with Chris that immigration won't decide it? Yes,
3: I
5: don't no. think immigration is going to decide it. I think that in places like Texas, where they were already going to vote Republican anyway, um, there's going to be right, that question. Right. But for the most part, immigration is not going to be the deciding factor here. I do take issue with something both Chris said, as well as the far-right gentleman over here. Um, <laughs> His name's Ford. Sanctuary cities. Oh, I did that on purpose. No, I sanctuary cities do not preclude any city that happens to have sanctuary status from reporting criminal activity, and they never have. As someone who uh, still maintains residency and pays taxes in the city of Chicago. We have been a sanctuary city since before I was born. If someone commits a crime, whether they are an American citizen or an undocumented immigrant, there is nothing within Chicago law or any other city's law that precludes that person from being turned in and investigated. So acting as though sanctuary cities and sanctuary law protects you if you commit a crime, I think is completely a lie. So, what, what, what,
7: what
3: it does, what it does, what it does do, Blake. Is that it, it's when you give the information to ICE? New York will give the information to ICE after conviction. Chicago will give it after convinc- conviction. They will not do it upon arrest, and that is the difference. And frankly, and that's not a look, problem to you. Uh, it, it has been look. It has been it, it has been demagogued in this country. Immigrants commit crimes, profiling at a is lower a rates than do. I- immigrants have commit crimes at a lower rate than than <laughs> the citizens here in this country
7: but you, that's true. you in state state I, want get, I want to get one What of the you both have
3: just done is
7: conflate two words. We're not talking about or immigrants. We We're truth. talking about illegal aliens. It's a definitive legal term, and the Democrats continue to hide behind them. Central you know why? Because, because illegal aliens immigrants. vote for president. Do you know that illegal aliens vote for president? You know why they vote for president? Nobody who is not a citizen of this country votes for, for, for
6: the president. Let's not tell lies on News Nation
5: or anything. I'm going to bring it back right. to
6: what's happening today, which is the fact that Lake and Riley's family is mourning the loss of their child right now due to the violence, the violent murder from by an illegal immigrant. And no, mother, well, I, I want to give Roma the
3: last word. And, and, and Roma, he could have and Roma, been
6: just, deported. Just, uh, he do, could have been deported. He shouldn't be here in the first me, place. And if... Joe Biden and the Democrat leaders of all of these sanctuary cities wanted to enforce the laws. She could still be alive today.
3: Chris. And, and Roma is right. And here's the thing. The bill that was, that was proposed in the Senate would address why that guy was still here. He came in and sought asylum, and he's been waiting for a hearing. The bill that the Republicans are rejecting right now would have sped that up from 10 years to six months. And Republicans don't want to do that. And when we talk he about also, her, he also we should came talk in, about Chris, that, too.
2: He also came in in 2022 before this bill was ever a thing. Um, so Well, I got it,
3: but that, this would stop that from happening to future okay. Lake and Rileys. <laughs> So hey, I, I think it's we
6: shouldn't just care about future Lake and Rileys. We need to care about the people that are dying we by the hands of illegal immigrants today, Public And Joe, Biden, to today. And and Joe Biden, Biden, went Biden went to the border the and did Joe Biden went to on, the border on, and did not even Joe Biden went to the border and did not even address this death that just happened by the hands of an illegal immigrant. Instead, he talked about climate change. When the
4: Republicans make out. Like the Lincoln murder, it was a, it was because of the illegal immigrant. It was a committed by a violent act, okay. whether he was an illegal immigrant or not. But more importantly, between 2016 and 2020, I know there were illegal immigrants in this country that committed crimes under the Trump administration. So stop blaming the Biden administration. Oh sure, but the new. Democrats is, love to talk about The Democrats love to talk about it So you want to talk about whether you're a man or a female? I want
6: to talk about if they're an illegal immigrant. The dream. They kept. Coming Scott, and coming Scott, and coming.
2: Scott, we can look, talk about this all look, day. And this late. is Chris, I gotta, Chris, I gotta end it here. I know you probably want to hop on in a ah. cell and jump on and, and come join us. <laughs> it's an emotional oh, Chris, issue. We can talk about this all day. Chris, will have you in person soon. Chris Han. Beam me up, tribute. Scotty. Beam you up. All right, still much more ahead. <laughs> here you. on the hill, including President Biden's new action against China. Is the US right now looking to ban vehicles? coming from china how that might play into the 2024 election as well and did the california governor gavin newsom did you hear about this did he give preferential treatment to panera bread maybe we'll explain
0: tired of late night politics Excuse me if I just want to laugh, just a little. Stay up all evening with Antenna TV and enjoy your favorite classic sitcoms. Designing Women.
1: You're kidding! Oh, he's still my heart.
0: Becker. Check out the Hippocratic Oath. It doesn't mention nice. Wings.
1: I'm laughing already.
0: Classic comedy all day, all night on... Antenna TV. You can't escape a traffic jam know what else you can't escape? Seasonal allergies. Achoo! And you might think you can avoid that coffee stain until, well, really? You can't escape a lot of things in life, but you can escape pre-diabetes. Pre-diabetes captures one in three adults. There are usually no signs of pre-diabetes. In fact, most people don't even know they have it. But with early diagnosis, you can change the outcome and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. Take action by taking the one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. You might not be able to escape having this song stuck in your head. But you can escape prediabetes. Go to doihaveprediabetes.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Every moment counts if you're at risk or living
3: with lung cancer. And anyone with lungs can get lung cancer. It causes more cancer deaths than breast, colon, and prostate combined. And while there may be moments where you question your next step, through it all, GoTo for Lung Cancer is here for you. We are your community. For screening, treatment, and survivorship support, GoTo is your go-to. Confronting lung cancer starts here. Visit goTo.org.
7: We're with Bridget, whose husband won't be home for months and whose daughter is due any day. We're with Mike, who's leaving home to protect his family and yours. We're with all service members and their families who need community, connection, and maybe a bit of magic. Are you with them? Learn more at USO.org today.
5: A lot of people have trouble filing their taxes. I wonder if I can help.
4: You can help people with low to moderate income file their taxes through the IRS's Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, VITA, or Tax Counseling for the Elderly, TCE, programs. As a volunteer, you'll learn how to prepare individual tax returns and, at the same time, you'll help taxpayers get tax credits and deductions they're entitled to. If you'd like to volunteer, go to irs.gov and type tax volunteer in the search
3: field for more details.
0: You're listening to The Hill on News Nation. To find News Nation on your screen, go to joinnn.com.
8: I just got a text asking me to approve a bank transfer I didn't make. I bet you get messages like this, too. So much of our lives are online today, from email to banking and everything in between. To make sure my information was protected, I checked out CISA's Secure Our World website for simple steps to stay safe online. Now I know how to protect myself from scammers. And you can learn too. Go to CISA at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world.
0: Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. What will we do, babe? Sense of theme here? Your favorite sitcoms from the 80s and 90s are all in one place. Rewind TV. Just go to rewindtv.com and check it out. In the early hours after the tsunami, it was ham radio that was on the air, saving lives. When Florida was ripped by hurricanes, the hams were there. In the critical moments after the attack of 9-11, it was the hams who coordinated emergency messages. When disasters strike, the hams are ready. Ham radio works when other communications don't. To learn how you can become a ham radio operator, call the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, at 1-800-326-3942.
2: All right, welcome back here to The Hill on News Nation. So I saw this cover from Time earlier today. caught my attention. The upcoming edition for March. It's titled, quote, The Secret Sharers. It features the CIA Director William Burns, the National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, and the Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines. Now, here's what Time, in part, reports in its story. Quote, The United States has selectively declassified and leaked intelligence for as long as it has collected it. But... The Biden administration's secret sharing program is new in several ways. It goes on to say the declassification and release of the Serbian troop movements is one example of a novel White House approach to using intelligence that has grown out of the U.S. response to the war in Ukraine. It basically talks about how the White House has been declassifying information to try to make a point and and and, and put it out there for reporters as stories develop. And as world events developed, and I thought to myself, if this was a story about the quote-unquote the secret sharers in the Trump administration, it would be the biggest scandal there They'd was. They'd be
7: impeached, and we'd be watching it cover to cover on every newspaper. That's the whole point. Like, they basically do something, and it's okay when Democrats do it, because you guys are the protectors of democracy, but as soon as Republicans do something like that, and the mainstream media gets a hold of it, oh, impeachment number we, five, we five is going not impeach Mr. <laughs> Mr.
4: Mr. Trump over secrets. The
7: whole
2: whole point of this article was saying how the Biden administration has been declassifying information at a level that hasn't happened before. And and I just like, is is that the new norm now? All of a sudden is declassifying information to put out to the public the new norm? You want transparency? What is it?
4: It may or may not be, but I, I don't see anything wrong. If it's declassified and they're using it for a purpose, then it's fine. You can't. Not You can't put out classified information or hold on to classified information or sit up and talk about it with people in general that you have over for a drink like Donald Trump did. And so I don't see why this is a big issue.
5: Americans have a habit of saying that um, they, the government is hiding something from them. I think that this That's was a no mode point. of transparency. It was building on the strategic motivations and how we, you know, how we build towards our military fronts. And I think that it was actually very smart. He got in front of it. He said it. Um, it's not something that threatens our national security. This has already happened in the past. Um, I, I don't see a problem with it. Again, Americans want tra- to know more and they want to trying. be able to you're trust t- our t- institutions. Lake. What are you see problem. them.
4: What do you see as a problem with Uh, this?
2: Look, I remember there was obviously Donald Trump in the Oval Office with Lavrov from Russia and it was a huge story. Exactly. Is he sharing, did he spill classified information? Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago after the presidency. Hold on, let me finish. Uh, You know, the Iran war plans that he was waving around. Those are real questions, right? I'm just saying with all of this, declassification that we've never seen to, to, to put it out there. Look, as a reporter, you want stuff like that. What I'm saying is, had this happened in the other administration, I know
4: from covering that administration, mm-hmm. it would have been wall to wall. There's a fundamental word you use, but hmm. you're running away from in your response, and that is declassified. Once it gets declassified, full stop, drop the mic. No more but discussion choosing about Choosing what it. gets Ch- declassified is up so, to you guys and, <laughs> and, and, and other administrations. Some of this stuff and
7: wouldn't I'm be declassified. Declassify
6: anything. I'll you just used. say, from a PR perspective, this seems like sort of a ruse. The Biden administration has a problem of not being transparent and not being forthcoming with the American people. He doesn't talk to the press enough. You, t- I talk to press. That are in the briefing room And they say we don't have access To this administration like we did with you guys So my White point is The press
5: secretary Who never actually spoke to the press So <laughs> are, are we, What say, are you talking about? Haley did hundreds of briefings about Sarah did I'll hundreds of
6: Stephanie briefings, I'm not she, so, briefings. So, she was the so, press secretary not, for five I minutes And she never spoke I'll, okay. j- I'll, j- I'll, j- I'll <laughs> jump in on two things Sean Spicer Sarah Huckabee
5: Sanders I'm sorry, Sean Spicer They talked to the public Never I said Stephanie. Hold on.
2: So, Stephanie never talked to the media publicly, right? Um, I will tell you from covering both White Houses, the Trump White House was more accessible. My point is, that's not even. But but I want to go back to another point that you brought up transparency, show the Washington Post headline. UFO reports demand greater transparency, lawmakers say. So for all the claims about transparency, keep in mind, we want transparency. We want answers on UFOs. I think the American public would love some of that. All right. Not so secret, by the way, that lawmakers have real concerns about Chinese companies owning data on Americans. So how about this question? Should the U.S.? Ban Chinese smart cars. Now, the Biden administration announced today that it is launching an investigation into smart cars from China. Many of those, by the way, electric vehicles, describing them as a, quote-unquote, national security threat. It comes as BYD, a Chinese EV company, now says it's looking to put a plant in Mexico. Last month, you might remember, Elon Musk said that company has the potential to, quote-unquote, demolish most other companies in the world. I think you might agree on this. Prove me wrong. I don't know. But, like, what about this idea of banning, potentially— First off, they're launching an investigation, so we don't know what's going to happen. Already there's a 28% tariff on Chinese vehicles coming in, and, and that's why you don't have a mass market. But this company, as Elon Musk says, could wipe them all off, potentially. So what about this idea of banning smart cars from China? They
7: should be banned because those smart cars gather pattern of life data, just like mission, I agree that TikTok should be banned as well. Okay. At the same time, though, Biden isn't doing that because of this. He is doing that because he's in
2: trouble in Michigan okay. and with the EV market. Lots of, lots of questions here. Maybe it could be that. I don't know. Ban them or no?
6: Oh, absolutely. You know, China has a sneaky way of getting into American lives. It's something that we really need to take seriously, starting with TikTok and the youth. But really, these cars are a large issue. And I'm not surprised at all that China is talking about moving their plant to Mexico yep. to kind of skirt this problem. They've been buying up land in South America, in Central America, for all sorts of reasons, manufacturing being a really, really large one of those. Three for three? Are you yeah. going
4: to take us home, Scott, or no? They're, they're here all- Already. So I think the Biden administration needs to do the investigation. There's got to be an inspection process that would determine or be able to reveal if they are gathering information for us. And if they if they're not, or if they are, then ban them. Clearly, my
7: friend Scott does not understand that the Chinese Communist Party is the greatest threat to America in the world in the 21st I century. Already. And you need to understand now they're burrowed so far and you gotta pull them out now okay. because it's only gonna get
2: worse. Fair All enough. Right. Meantime, in Dubai, check this out. The wave of the future potentially. The United Arab Emirates city states <laughs> held the first ever jet suit championships <laughs> yesterday. Thrill seekers snapping oh, up in 1,500 horsepower jet suits they flying like to the aliens. finish line. A that moment cool. of levity. My gosh, the future. we got there. The future, the potentially, future. <laughs> in the UAE. All right, coming up. Girl power. Are women fueling economic growth here in the U.S.? We'll look at the she-economy on the other side of the break. And by the way, are we seeing potentially an uptick in inflation has it not gone away the hill back in a field in January at the fastest pace in nearly a year. It's called core PCE. Really what it is, is inflation minus uh, food and energy prices. It likely reinforces uh, Fed officials who say, you know what, maybe we're not confident yet that inflation is cooling enough to cut rates fast enough. What about it?
4: Um, what are y'all seeing? you all seeing? You think this is coming back or no? We saw this information before from some other uh, government reports. Not surprising. We had a slight uptick. But generally, inflation is headed downward. What, what the experts will tell you is that if you see two months or three months of this, that's going to be more directional on where the economy is going and where inflation is. Going. So show the, show the chart real quick uh, about inflation monthly mm. over
2: the past year. You can see where things have, have headed here. It's up 0.4% in the past month. And if you think, ah, 0.4%, not a big deal. 0.4% over 12 months gets you to 5%, and that's the worry right now about whether or not this is picking up or not. Well, that's the problem. Here,
7: Prices what? are up 19% under Biden. Food is up 20%. Energy is up 30%. Here's why Biden's in trouble politically. These are not luxury items. These are the essentials. So as long as food and energy are up, even though that took food and energy out because services went up, that is a huge, huge problem. Is that, that, the, Biden most, is
2: that the most important graph of the election? Like as we look, I don't look, think it's the most folk? important
5: graph. But I think it's more important than immigration because. When we talk about what people are thinking about at home, they're thinking about kitchen table issues and what they can actually put on their kitchen table. So whether or not families can't afford groceries will always matter. Whether or not they can afford to pay their electric bills will always matter. And we know that with, you know, changes in our, in our climate, there are some people who are going to have variable problems. And we've seen that across multiple States to Scott's point. I do think that this is a trajectory that we will not see continue. Unfortunately um, for your average American, who's trying to push pennies together and make sure they can pay their bills hearing about something, you know, possibly going down in the next few months when they can't afford it right now isn't necessarily the best Uh thing. Yeah,
6: the consumer price index, which measures everyday goods and services, proves that this is bad news for Joe Biden. If everyday products that the American people need to just live, their children going to school, gas, grocery store all of those very very normal things in day to day life he's going to have an issue sure, in november that. that's not but changing it's, it's been that way what, for months but now but this is
4: but one factor when you juxtapose it with all the uh, economic factors that are on the uh, that are on the upswing you just can't look at this in a vacuum Scott, here's will. the other check problem, problem. Pro hold 1K. on here's okay. the other problem check Di- your Di- oil
5: check employment rates. all that's great when Di- you, know, uh, you go to the grocery store one of the reasons why we're seeing these rises at the grocery Store has absolutely nothing to do with inflation as much As it does I private you, industry
7: you, you, awesome. t- you take like what that in Donald paying. Trump, uh-huh. the uh-huh. economy uh-huh. was great inflation. So this is a double whammy for Joe Biden Because One of my, I didn't have this problem Ray- Ray- show, the, out-pacing show the tweet,
4: inflation. Show the
2: tweet. <laughs> One of my favorite follows on Twitter uh, This is what, what he said Due to inflation, February now has 29 days Ba-doom <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh uh, all right. Meantime, as the Fed continues to keep a close eye On inflation and the economy Consider this headline from Axios the she-economy is booming and expanding. This is data from Yelp uh, from 2023. It shows women-owned businesses, uh, business openings rather, saw growth well above the national average in several categories. Women are now tapping into industries that tended to be male-dominated, such as hotel and travel and Uh, Home services, (laughs) business owner, what's going on here? You know,
6: I kind of wonder how much of that home and travel has to do with these influencers that are trying to get hotels and free vacations. Part of me wonders if it's that. But uh, in all seriousness, you know, I think it's great that more people are opening up their own companies. My parents own their own business. It inspired me to start my own. And I think that the more people do that, the better off they'll be. If you stay in the corporate environment and you're in this this loop-de-loop of just over and over and over again. Maybe a 5% raise every two years is what you're going to see. Starting your own company, um, it's great if women do it. I want to see men do it too. Is
2: this a result of coming out of COVID, right? COVID happened, kids were home from school, who stays home with the kids generally? The the mothers, and now the kids are back at school. Okay, COVID's over. What am I going to, you know... The pandemic's over. What am I going to do? Start Some my of own these business? Numbers like numbers is...
5: were kind of shocking to me because, in the immediacy of the pandemic, you know, us getting out of pandemic crisis mode, uh, the numbers for women when it came to the economy were the worst that we've ever seen um, since women entered the uh, entered the workforce. Because you saw less and less women who were actually employed, and even with those small businesses, that small business growth had all but stalled, and many of those businesses were really struggling. So I am assuming a lot of this is new businesses because those mm-hmm. same businesses were like reaching out for PPP loans and other things right. they were having a really hard time staying on track and women-owned businesses were some of the hardest hit
7: look i think entrepreneurialship is always great to nurture i absolutely agree with roma i even agree with you amisha my concern here is very simple how much of this is what i would call expendable income in terms of the businesses you're producing when you're talking about things like hotels uh, you know, TikTok, whatever it may be. Unfortunately, that is not a full time plan,
2: and some people I, I are going to fall on, the, on their face. 100%. Yeah. All right. By the way, remember Y2K, all the worries about tech? What's going to happen? The world's <laughs> going to end. My computer, my car, whatever. Um, here's a leap year bust that we didn't see coming. New Zealand, gas prices, uh, gas pumps rather, stopped working because of a leap year glitch. In payment software, you see it there, the issue impacted all self-service gas pumps across the country as they rely on only one single tech provider. So the glitch was due to a pandemic-era software update that didn't account for the extra day this year. And if you were in New Zealand try to fill up at the pump,
5: it was, uh, their, it was their version of Y2K. Their version of Y2K, yeah, right?
4: But the lawsuits are coming. You think so? Oh, no question about it. The gas station owners, for the m- loss of Red business, day revenue? and because of the software, they'll sue the software company and even the providers and any consultants or vendors associated with it. Well, them. see, I don't have an issue with that, because New Zealand is one of, don't the, few
7: countries, <laughs> one of the few countries mm-hmm. in the world that has more sheep than people. And if you can't get to work, just borrow a sheep
2: and go. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, we'll leave it there. I was going to ask if any of y'all had
7: any. Don't leave it there. Well, I
1: was going to ask That's if you had any final Indian. immigration thoughts,
2: but then we would run into the Leland show, and I don't want to he's do that. He's going to try to keep
4: all the sheep out of
2: the U.S. now. And they're coming across you know, the I northern need the border. Speaking of Leland, they're up,
4: coming across the northern border.
2: Coming up, uh, coming up here on the Hill. This story, my goodness, now there's a response. Panera Bread, politics, and paychecks. Is something going on in the state of California. Did Gavin Newsom help a billionaire avoid a new waged law? The governor is now responding. What is going on in that state? Leland Vitter joins on the other side of the break. Stay with us.
6: California corruption.
7: Put powerful and influential people to the test of rigorous questioning. If we can make
0: what happens in Washington relevant at home, then we've done a real service. The Hill Sunday with Chris Starwalt. This Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern on News Nation.
2: All right. Welcome back here to the Hill. Before we say goodbye, story that caught our eye. Sometimes it just might pay off to have friends in high places. Potentially, the governor's mansion. There's a new report from Bloomberg. According to Bloomberg, the California Governor Gavin Newsom recently pushed for the exemption in the state's new $20 minimum wage law, from 16 to 20 bucks. The rule notably benefits a company known as, like, Panera, and the billionaire Greg Flynn, who owns two dozen Panera locations is a longtime Newsom donor. Now, Newsom's office is responding to the allegation saying, quote, the governor never met with Flynn about this bill, and this story is absurd. Our legal team has reviewed it, and it appears Panera is not exempt from the law. Leland Vitter, host of On Balance. What a, Balance. Co- what a, what a co- coincidence, huh? That uh, if your opera, if your restaurant bakes their own bread... And you... sells it as a standalone product, yep. then you are exempt from this rule. Yep.
7: Um, which, can anybody think of a chain in America that bakes, bakes? bread and sells it as a standalone product <laughs> that has multiple locations? In California, uh, they, what I thought was really interesting was Gavin Newsom's excuse, mm-hmm. which he goes, uh, "This is just part of the sausage-making process
2: of lawmaking." <laughs> this guy, uh, this guy uh, Flynn, they went to school together. Mm-hmm. with Newsom donated a hundred thousand bucks for to fend off a recall. Yeah, and then another sixty-five thousand to support the governor's recall election in twenty twenty-two. All just one big coincidence. N- coincidence. It's amazing, what,
3: it's amazing the things that happen in California. It's